Hello, America, and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Podcast. It's me, Corey, and I'm back for a brand new week to talk to you and make you ponder on things. When was the last time you pondered? Have you been pondering enough lately? I think not. I think that's why I'm back to help you with some thought provoking type shit. <laughs> you know, it, previously, it had previously occurred to me that. You know, the word romantic is a word that I was thinking about the other day and about how people casually throw the word romantic around almost as casually as people throw the word alcoholic around, right? Like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. It's like, are you? And if so, are you excited about that? Good for you, I guess. Um, yeah, but romantic, right? Like, do you, how romantic are you? Do you feel like you're a romantic person? Do you feel like if you're in a relationship, do you feel like you're romantic towards your partner? Are they romantic towards you? First of all, in order to get to the bottom of this, let's look up what the word romantic actually means. Romantic. It is an adjective. And the first definition here is conducive to or characterized by the expression of love. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Right? The second definition is of characterized by or suggestive of an idealized view of reality. Um what? So we made so we so this is like what it says, but nobody has I don't think anybody has ever actually looked this word up. I might be the first person in history. Because there's movies about it. Did you know that Scarface was a romantic comedy originally? Bet you didn't. Also, the body is not 90% water. I said that last week and I realized that it was about 60% after I looked online. Just like I'm looking right now for this definition of the word romantic. Also, you ever notice how I take a deep breath like fucking big pun before he used to rap? I mean, that dude weighed like fucking almost 700 pounds. So um, I get that, but I don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's just dusty. Maybe the microphone's dusty. Um, So here, the noun is a person with romantic beliefs or attitude. Do they just not know how to define this word? Right? It's like when you had to, when you wrote wrote a paper in school and and you had to hit a word count. So you would be like, and things of that nature. Which means that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about ever. Um, so yeah, it's like, we all have our ideas of what we think romance is, right? Like maybe one day somebody told you that going to Paris and fucking kissing somebody under the Eiffel Tower was romantic. Honestly, when you go around the Eiffel Tower, it's kind of like going around Madison Square Garden, you know, it's just a bunch of fucking people trying to sell you shit and bunch of people that are uncomfortable to talk to trying to talk to you and if you like that that you know that 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 could work for you uh but in terms of romance like is it you buy some flowers and you put a bunch of rose petals on the bed and your partner walks into the room and that's it you know i think it's a big responsibility and it, there's a lot of pressure and there's holidays about it. You know, Valentine's Day comes around and you're 
all the other 364 days of the year, you haven't done one romantic thing. But this one day, you get real fucking romantic. And what does that mean? Is it a box of chocolates that come in a heart-shaped box? Is it, uh, some people don't like chocolate. You know, my mom used to get me a jar of peanut butter. And if you go on my Instagram, you can see a tutorial on how I make peanut butter sandwiches. And sometimes it's, it's a treat. It's a real treat. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah, you get you get flowers, you write a card, that's romantic. Going somewhere on a getaway, I don't. I feel like people oftentimes are thinking so hard about being romantic. Then really, I think just like simple. It's just like I guess we just are supposed to be nice to each other, like but extra nice, because normally normally we treat each other like shit. I don't know. I, I mean, I hope not. I hope not, but there's so many romantic movies, right? Like, you've seen a lot. You know, The Notebook is a big one, but then I'm looking at this list, and fucking Spider-Man 3 is a romantic movie. So is Juno, and so is the Titanic, and I'm not talking about the Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm talking about the 1953 Titanic, because the Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio and fucking Kate Winslet... That shit was like an action film to me, you know? Like, they were like one step away from being like a fucking action film. No, but the 1953 one, it says, Unhappily married and uncomfortable with long, with life among the British upper crust, Julia Sturgis takes her two children and boards the Titanic for America. I don't think they made it to America. Definitely made the movie, and maybe it was as bad as the 1997 popular Leonardo DiCaprio film. First of all, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not a fan of the movie Titanic. I know that's an unpopular opinion. People, anytime I've said that, people are like, what? It's like, yo, I'm also allowed to have that opinion. I don't have to like it because everybody liked it. You ever dislike something that everybody fucking likes and then people get like shocked like, what? Like, you, like, said some shit about their mom? No, I don't fucking like the Titanic. You know, I thought it was bullshit that he uh, also couldn't float to safety at the end of the movie with her. But I guess that's just how it worked out. I mean, I'm pretty sure he could have fit. What was it, a door that they were floating on? Some piece of the boat that could float. There was a lot of other shit, too. I mean, I guess it was cold. Didn't he, like, turn blue? Wouldn't it be cool if he turned blue and then it turned into a different movie? Like it turned into like Avatar. Now he's like, fuck. And then he gets like eight feet tall all of a sudden. You know? And Zoe Saldana comes out. That was a good movie. I actually saw Avatar for the first time in my life during quarantine, I believe. We watched a lot of fucking movies, man. So many movies. So much time sitting down. Taken in a bunch of information. And quite a few of them were romantic. Like, um, but not the Conjuring movies. There was nothing romantic about those. Except for if you think about the fact that this couple goes around doing this together. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, everybody's got their own preference of what romance is. Because to some people, romance is just being, like, left alone. And that's fine too, right? You could you could uh, 
qualify that as like somebody just giving you a break and you sit down and you take your shoes off and you rub your crusty feet together and you and you put your feet on the coffee table and when you rub your feet together like little flakes come off like like dandruff speaking of dandruff i uh, went to the beach on monday with my wife and our friends and i still have sand in my hair and it's been uh it's been almost a week so I think sand is like one of the most annoying things to have to clean up because you step on it. It's like, it's like what's worse, like spilling bacon grease on the floor or having sand all over the place? Because bacon grease is, is pretty bad too because that shit is slippery and you will bust your shit walking around in your own house. Um, yeah, but if you actually look up romantic movies, you would be surprised at some of the shit that comes up. Like Shallow How, do you remember that movie? Where um, Jack Black was in it. Jack Black was in that, right? <laughs> it's up here. I could I could easily click on it and find out if Jack Black looks like Jack Black. Now I have to know. Yeah, that's Jack Black. He was in a lot of movies, man. He's been around for a long time. You know. He uh, he's one of those guys too. He's got. He seems like he's got like a. Like, he, like, plays these characters, but he seems like he's probably, like, mad chill in real life. Like, people expect him to be on all the time. And he's like, yo, man, I really just want to sit here and just have this fucking, have a beer and just, like, not really socialize. You know, I realized a thing about myself. It's so funny when you, like, start noticing things about yourself that have always been true, but you never really pointed them out. I think one of the best things to do is, like... One of my favorite things to do, and maybe I'm sick, I like to call myself out. You know, apparently sometimes when I get excited, I raise my voice. And I didn't know that, you know, because I thought the whole time I was like, yo, I got a fucking small mouth. I can't even talk that loud. But apparently my voice gets a little higher. And uh, it sounds like I'm talking to people that are maybe across the street and not necessarily right in front of me because I'm excited. I'm an excitable person. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just a fact, right? And you got facts about yourself. You got things. You know, the funny thing about getting called out is when you get called out by somebody else, you might get defensive. So everybody's like, hey, you know this thing you do all the time? You did it again. And you're like, fuck you. I don't do that. But deep down inside, you know that you do do that. And you do it all the time. And then... It takes like something, it's really weird how it takes like something bad to happen for you to reflect on, you know, yourself. Like for you to like think about like, oh God, why do I, why do I keep doing this shit? You know, what the hell is my problem? And I don't think it's, I think we need to get in the habit of like, just being aware, like, yo, listen, like, I know that I have these things that could, you know, be, like, I could be better, I could be a little bit less annoying, I could be a little bit less um, mean or have an attitude, or, like, you know, you can always, I guess what I'm trying to say is you could always make adjustments to just improve your life. Another thing that I think about a lot too is how often do you think about a person that you like or like a friend or somebody you haven't spoke to in a while and you're like, man, I got to text that person and you don't do it. And it sucks because like, 
you hear about like people passing away and shit. You're just like, damn, like I've really thought about hitting this person up and I never fucking did and now I can't. You know, I really, that's a thing that I've been trying to do in my life. That's what I've been trying to do is the second I think about somebody, shoot them a text. Hey, what's going on? Just thought about you. How you doing? It's been a long time, right? And, and it's for some reason, it just seems like that's so diff- it's such a difficult task, you know? Um, and it doesn't have to be romantic. Isn't this romantic? Yeah, um, so romance, right? Now, see, romantic is a weird word, right? But what does the word romance mean? How do you romance somebody? Is wine involved? If you like to drink, right? Romance, a feel, it's a noun, a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Ooh, it's mysterious. It is mysterious because I don't know what the fuck it means, you know? I feel like I'm pretty sweet to my wife all the time as much as I possibly can be um is that it being sweet even when you're going through your own shit you know being in a relationship with somebody is you have to be like you're you're together and whatever you have going on that shit that's happening to you and only you you can't like bring that shit and take it out on your partner. You just got to deal with it. And your partner can be supportive, but you got to handle your own shit. And uh, that's romantic. You know? You know what's romantic? Sitting down and watching fucking Grey's Anatomy, even though you don't want to. No, that's great. For the most part, like, me and my wife, we have a, we have a pretty easy time picking stuff to watch because we, we like a lot of the same stuff, which is nice. Can you imagine? Some people don't like the same music. I think that's hard. I would imagine. You know what I mean? And I don't think that you're going to always like the same shit. But isn't it romantic when you do? Isn't it romantic? I even whisper loud. I'm a loud motherfucker, man. And, you know, for years I thought I was, I thought I was pretty soft-spoken. Might sound crazy. Like I told someone I was shy the other day. I was like, I'm shy, you know, I'm... I'm shy for like five minutes, at least. You know what I mean? But isn't everybody? You know, you first meet people, you're not just going to open up like, ah! you know, you know those people, though, that they're just constantly on. And that's how I feel that people think about Jack Black. They think that he's just fucking this character that's ripping his shirt off and slapping his belly. And really, he just wants to sit down and drink a beer. And he's the nicest dude on the planet. Maybe. Um, so we recently watched... Uh, what was that shit with that fucking... That Jeffrey Epstein documentary? Binged it. Fell asleep on it. Watched it again. So I felt like I watched it for like two fucking days, which was horrific. And also, it was just one of those things like... It's like that car accident situation where you just can't look away. And you know it's bad. It's terrible. Fucking people, man. Uh, and then after that, we watched Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. I'm a huge fan. And I am obsessed with Lin-Manuel Miranda. There, I said it. I admitted it openly on the podcast. I'm obsessed with this fucking guy. I think he's incredible. And I think that there's nothing he can't do. He's honestly like... 
He's the shit, man. And if you haven't seen Hamilton and you don't got Disney Plus, fucking, yo, you need to get on that shit right now. And people, you know, I think an interesting thing to think about is like, as much as Hamilton is great, and Lin-Manuel Miranda fucking murdered that shit, like it was amazing, uh, there's always, this shit always comes with criticism. You know, sometimes people are just going to look for shit to hate on. People love to hate on you. And you know what? Fuck it. Fuck them. Fuck those people. Some people get motivated by that shit, too. I'm not necessarily one of those people, but I don't really care. If someone, like, if you don't like someone, it's like, all right, well, then just don't fuck with them then, right? You would think it would be that simple, but it's not. So you go on YouTube, and you point a camera at yourself, and you sit down, and you criticize somebody else for, like, 45 minutes. And you go, all right, thank you, like, subscribe, share, because everybody's got a platform. You know, you ever wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you just shit on yourself the whole time for, for at least like the first half of the day? It's kind of morning I had today. And the reason I share that with you is because it happens to the best of us. I happen to think I'm a very positive person, but it's very difficult to be super positive every day. You ever see somebody who every day all they ever talk about is how fucking positive they are? I think that's like a form of... uh like their version of trying to talk themselves into being happy. And I think if that works, then that's fucking awesome. But don't you get tired of that person <laughs> sometimes? It's like, oh my God, with this positive shit. Can I just be fucking mad? Can I just want to punch that fucking baby who won't stop crying? You shouldn't do that. But you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, like just these positive people. I think that's great. I hope it's real. I hope it's real. But I woke up today. And I was just like, man, Corey, you suck. You know when you feel like you suck? It happens to everybody. I just want you to know that. Who do you think you are? You ever look in the mirror like, there I am? Remember when Jay-Z said that? That's a, that? That is a fucking feeling that I think is difficult to describe, but I knew what he meant. There I am. And you see yourself on a good day. It's fucking awesome. Like, yo, there, there I am. But you ever like, there I am. I will not eat green eggs and ham. Is that real? Do people eat green eggs and ham? Raise your hand if you eat green eggs and ham. He said to the pile of laundry in the corner of the room. Yeah, um, so I actually last week announced that I now have an email where you can reach out to me and you can ask me questions and... You can correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. I like saying correct me if I'm wrong. I think that might be the thing. Um, so I actually did receive an email <clears throat> from an avid listener. Her name is Jackie O. And it goes a little something like this. This is me reading live, by the way. So, you know, bear with me. Um, hello. It goes, hello. The, uh, the uh, yeah, it goes, hello. I'm stoked on this and it feels all official through email. LOL. Do I read the LOLs? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so I wanted to ask what your favorite meme accounts were. I truly feel like you're a living version of all the memes I find funny. So that's my question. Okay. My favorites are memes are, follow me, memes are, at memes are, this is Instagram, right? And Scooby-Doo Fruit Snacks. I do follow them and I think they're fucking 
they put out some real quality uh, content. Those guys are very funny. Um, I definitely consider Twitter to have the elite humor. And sometimes it confuses me that Instagram meme pages are just a bunch of screenshots of tweets. Very true. Like it's just a combination of other people's humor that somehow collectively fits together and some collections are more funny than others. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a matter of taste for sure. But the original content tends to come from Twitter or Vine. I didn't even know Vine still existed. Is that still a thing? Um, I don't know whether to be annoyed or if that's just ignorant because I do en- I do enjoy them nevertheless. I like when people use the word nevertheless, by the way. It's like three words in one, right? But it's a real word. That's a word we should look up. Anyway, but I tend to find my favorite content on Twitter. I'm a big meme connoisseur. That's French. That's French for I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. See, this is very educational. And I'm curious as to what other people find funny. And going back to an earlier episode when you talked about how shitty Mulan 2 was. I still stand by that. I fucking agree. I really feel like they don't make truly good movies anymore. Whoa. Of course there's... Yeah, I know. Titanic sucked. Of course, there, <laughs> there's exceptions and good movies still come out, but it's less common to find a movie I really love that's new. You got to check out Finding Dory. It's very good. Movie production nowadays, I was surprised. Movie production nowadays is so focused on special effects and attractive characters and aesthetics, but then the storyline, the plot and character development is so plain. Very true. Also very like repetitive, I, I think. I think the 90s and 2000s thrived in that aspect. I could see that. I mean, like, things seemed a little more original. Now things kind of just seem like, like I said, repetitive, I I suppose. Uh, Big fan of Back to the Future, Night at the Roxbury, Twilight Zone, shit like that. Huge Harry Potter nerd too. Love Harry Potter. I've been whispering a lot. I love Harry Potter. It just sounds cool in my headphones. That's for me. Um, Don't get me wrong, though. They do still come out with solid movies. Thanks for the laughs. I shall tune in next week. Jackie O. Thank you, Jackie O. Yeah, I mean, meme pages. Scooby-Doo Fruit Snacks is great. There's another one called Moist Buddha that I follow that I like. I think the name really got me. (laughs) Moist Buddha. I mean, you you can do a lot with that one. Uh, Scooby-Doo Fruit Snacks is great. I've never heard of memes are, but I will check them out. I trust your opinion, and since you like my show, that means that you have excellent taste. And as far as the movie thing, yeah, I'd like to see some more original stories. I'll be honest with you, I thought Frozen was fucking overrated. I thought it was great, but I thought it was overrated. And I also thought that Frozen 2 was unnecessary. Like, the sequel thing is just like, come on, man. Like, either, like, make it fucking... Yo, I think a prequel is actually more interesting than a fucking sequel. That's just me, though. You know, that's something That's something to think about. But, uh, hey, if you think a prequel is better than a sequel and you like Corey Has a Podcast, then tune in next week as I come back with more things that are floating around in my head like a fucking bowl of alphabet soup. And uh, I hope you have a prosperous week. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. See you later.